Thank you so much. Good morning, Hillside Church. This is such a great honor for me to be here today. I've been looking forward to this for weeks now since I found out I'm coming here. This, is a, this feels like a home away from home. We're here at least once a year, maybe twice a year usually, and a lot of my friends are here. Um, we always come and stay either at the Lawton's house or we'll stay at, um, at the Blackman's house who leads Sarepta Church. So this feels like a home away from home, and it's such an honor to be here. Richard and Jill, I just want to honor you for who you've been to me and my parents and my family and our church. You guys have poured in and poured in and poured in and poured in, and you are a big part of what has shaped the culture of my, my home church, and I've seen you guys. Um, you guys have actually come and, and changed the way we do, we do church, and you guys are always ready to, you are on call to pastor my parents when they don't have anybody else to pastor them, and it's been, it's been an honor for me to, to receive from them what you've given them. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know how blessed you are to have leaders like this, people who give of themselves over and over again, leaders who are ready, ready to receive a phone call at, at the blink of an eye. When my parents were in need, these are usually the people they'll run to. These are the people um, that they seek counsel from, and oh, I, I don't know if I can put into words what an honor it is for me to be here today. Our team is anointed and appointed to be here today. They've been hand-selected. Um, the Durban trip, so at BSSM, we, we go on mission trips every year. So you sign up for your mission trips, and we go all over the world. We are 3,000 students going across the globe. There are trips going to Sri Lanka. Um, there are trips going to... Where else are they going? They're going everywhere, all over America, or Canada. They're going to the whole of South America, um, a few African trips like Uganda and Kenya. They're going everywhere. But the Durban trip was the most signed up trip. This means that people want to come to you guys. You guys are anointed. This place is rich soil to invest into. And at a, at a house of revival, where people are looking to come and sow revival into places across the planet, you guys have been the most highlighted. It's such an honor to be here with you guys. It's such an honor to be here with you guys. This church has amazing leaders. This church is blessed um, to, have, to have people in it who are ready to give of themselves. This is usually the highlight for my people back home when they come and stay with your families. They're always talking about, oh, what, what did the hillside people do? What are they saying? What are they doing? So we love this church as me. I love this church. My team loves this church because I've been talking to them about it for weeks now. Um, I just want to introduce my team quick, if you guys can come up. Okay, first up, we have Jared. Jared was supposed to move to South Africa about seven years ago. He was just about to move South Africa, to South Africa, um, but there were some complications. He loves this place, though. This trip is a trip of redemption for him. He's coming back to say, and he's been praying for this nation for seven years now, and he's so excited to be here. 
I know that he is going to release a fiery word today. Then we have Vanessa from Texas. Vanessa is one of the most anointed people in our revival group. I'm interning for Richard Gordon, who's a revival group pastor in first year. Then we have a group of 70 people that he pastors. And Vanessa is one of the most anointed people in our group. She's been highlighted over and over this year to, to lead. She's been highlighted to, um, to, to, release, to release revival into our revival group. We are a front-runner revival group in the school, but she's one of the front-runners in our revival group. And so is Cheyenne. Cheyenne is also one of the leaders in our revival group. She carries the peace of the Lord like I haven't seen in many people. She carries breakthrough like I haven't seen in many people. So get ready. Whenever these people release something in the room, know that they carry, they carry fire. They carry revival. These people have been hand-selected to come to this church today. Richard and Levy took lots of time to split the teams up into the different churches where they're supposed to go. So I know that these people are meant to be here today, and they're ready to be here today. And can you guys please give us permission to maybe be a little weird today, to do something if the Lord tells us to do something? We, we want to follow the voice of the Lord. We don't just want to come and give you another sermon. We don't want to just do another church service. We actually want to do what the Lord is on. And we've seen God move on the funniest things when we were at Bethel. So if you guys can, can, can buy in with us, let's do a holy experiment and to see God move. And I want to ask my team if they have any words of knowledge or any prophetic words to release right now over people. If you guys can let me know. I'm going to start off. And by the way, you guys just want to get yourself ready to encounter the love of Jesus today. You guys don't even have to listen to anything we have to say today. If you guys leave you and you had an encounter with the love of Jesus, then we have succeeded. It's all about him. It's all about Jesus. It's not about us. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. This lady over here who came and spoke in worship. May I ask you your name? I forgot your name. Daphne. Daphne, could you please stand up for me? Daphne, you have a breaker anointing on your life. When you spoke, the presence of God entered the room like we hadn't felt it before this morning. When you spoke, you unlocked something in the heavenly realms and know that your voice carries power. When you speak, the heaven, heavenly realms listen and you actually unlock um, you unlock atmospheres and you release atmospheres over rooms and you, and, you, and you change what is going on in the room to bring what heaven is doing into the room and know that sometimes you, you might seem crazy and you might do crazy things but know that the Lord backs you the Lord is backing you and I know that, that God is on what you are saying God is on what you are saying and I, I want to bless you as a front runner I want to bless you as a revivalist and I bless you as someone who's going who's gonna to see revival come to the city because you're going to follow the Lord at any cost. And you're going to do what he says. And, and you two as a couple, I want to bless you as a couple, as front runners, as revivalists who are ready to drop what you're doing 
at a moment's notice to say yes to the Lord. And you guys are ready to listen to the Lord and ready to, to release whatever he's saying, no matter how crazy it sounds. Because sometimes Jesus is in the business of, of offending the mind. And you guys are ready to have your minds offended. So I want to thank you for that. Thank you for running. Thank you for pushing in. Thank you for blessing this house, this city. And I just bless you to keep on going to be front runners. God is making a way for you to keep on running. He's going ahead of you. You're not, you're not, you're not doing this pioneering work by yourselves. So I bless you with that in Jesus' name. Anybody have anything? Yeah, you do. I do. Um, the man in the tan shirt right here, about three rows back. Yeah, you always stand up for me. What's your name? One more time? Dylan. Dylan, um, the Lord, he's really pleased with your intimate time with him. You're very anointed. Um, and when you walk into places and rooms, without saying anything, people can sense the presence because you've been with him and you've stewarded a very intimate place with him. And he sees and um, things, that, things that have been done in private, he will reward you for in public. Yeah. Yeah, he just loves your heart for him. Yeah, and I feel like he's saying that you're actually going to be going through a season where he's going to be encountering you very often. Yeah, and he's going to reveal his face to you in new ways. And you're going to be walking through a season that's going to change your whole life. Yeah, so I bless you with that. Um, you with the man button. <laughs> um, what's your name? Daniel. Um, I felt like you really have the word of the Lord and that there's something inside of you. I saw like a, um, a very prophetic anointing on your life. There are things that you see, and there's a high value for truth and justice, right and wrong. And, and I felt like you meditate on the word of God, and therefore it's like um, you really are a tree that's planted by streams of water, that you bear fruit in season and out of season. And so I wanted to bless your love for the word and your eyes that really see. That's it. Great. Amen. <laughs> So, yeah, I really believe that about you. And um, let's see. Sir. Okay. Second row from the back. I'm just going to come to you because it's easier, right? You right here. Yes. <laughs> What's your name? Dennis. I felt like earlier the Lord said you're a man of wisdom, that you're a deep well and you have the gift of wisdom on your life. And so I really wanted to bless you in that and just say thank you. You know, I feel like, uh, and I want to encourage you guys, I, I feel like Dennis really has wisdom from heaven, heavenly wisdom, not wisdom of the world. So, bless you, Dennis. Thank you. Yeah. And you, what's your name? What is it? Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte, beautiful. I felt like the Lord said there was a song inside of you, that there's just a deep thing that he was doing inside that he wanted to release out of you. So I bless you as a songbird, that there's just a, um, a really beautiful thing that he wants to release from your mouth in the form of song. So I bless you that when he tells you to sing, sing. Yeah? 
Beautiful. Isn't she beautiful? Oh. So there was a gentleman, I think he just sat down, that was standing up here in the gray shirt in the very back. The, the dad corralling kids. What was your name? Clinton? Okay. Do you sing? No? That's all right. I, I feel like there's something on your words, and I feel like joy is your weapon. And what I saw was the Lord handing you a quiver of arrows, but the arrowheads themselves were named joy. And as you fired them, they actually went into cages and unlocked cages. And you were one that was meant with joy to actually unlock hearts and allow others to enter into freedom. You know how to celebrate people so well, and you know how to rejoice over others, and it's so because the Father has given you his heart for others. And I wanted to honor you, even seeing you in the back, like it, it, what you do in, in secret, what you do in the back, I feel like the Lord's bringing to the front. And he's anointed your words more than you realize in such a way that don't be silent. Like, I give you permission to be heard. I give you permission to show people how to father well. And I give you permission to really sweetly, hmm, yeah, 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 to really sweetly and tenderly know how to show people the Father's heart. That what has been exhausting is going to be refreshing. That what has been tiresome is going to be joy-filled. The reason why there's been such an assault on joy for you is because that's where the enemy is most terrified of you. It's your weapon. And what you've had to fight for and what you've had to really contend for is also others' victories. And so I want to honor you for the unseen battles, for the things that you didn't even think anyone was noticing. The Lord's been so near in all of it. And I see such a time of refreshing coming for you. And there's such a sweetness for this season for you coming up. And even if the circumstances don't change, it's going to be so joy-filled that it's not going to feel the same at all. Kenton, joy is your weapon. Joy is your weapon. Joy is your weapon. Your fun is, was given to you by the Lord. And your fun brings breakthrough. What I realized in my life this year is my fun actually releases encounters into people's lives. And I want to release that over you, that your fun and your joy and who you are is, is predestined by the Lord. You get to be you and you get to enjoy that. And the Lord jumps on that, Clint. Like the Lord jumps on, on whatever you do when you have fun because he's anointed your fun. And, and your joy is a weapon. Your joy is a weapon. Your joy is a weapon. I keep on hearing the Lord say that over and over again over you. Your joy is a weapon. Your joy is a weapon. Your joy is a weapon. So don't be afraid to be big, to be loud, to be you, and to be fun, to be crazy. Because I actually feel like that's when, when you're going to see the Lord move powerfully in your life. And what Jared was saying about being a father... Your fun is actually going to attract people to you who you meant to disciple. And I see you discipling um, sons. I see you discipling daughters even. I, I, I see you discipling other, other people's daughters and, and showing them the love of a father for daughters who've never experienced the love of a good father. And you're a good father. And your joy is your weapon. 
Your joy is your weapon to bring breakthrough in those people's lives. So I bless you with that, Clinton. You are anointed. Your fun is anointed. Your joy is anointed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Anything else, guys? Um, I want to call out in the ombre. Uh, yeah, dark green. So are you... Um, I feel like the Lord is saying that you've recently come out of a season of some intense battles. Is that right? Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sorry, can I get your name? Jenny? Jenny. Sorry, Jenny. Jenny. Yes. Um, yeah, the Lord wants you to know that he's with you and that he's your defender. And he's been fighting for you in ways that you may have not seen or felt. Yeah, he wants you to know that he's been defending you and that he will never let you go and that he's been holding your hand the whole way through the whole battle. Yeah. You're very special. You're very precious. I get the word precious over you. You're so sweet and you have such a tender heart. And I see you ministering to women and just taking women under your wing and expressing a mom's love to women who have never had that, or women who have been broken or hurt by motherly loves, you're gonna come in and take them under your wing and you're actually gonna heal them of wounds, of lifetime wounds. You carry breakthrough very strongly. And know that everything that you're going through is not, the Lord will use it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been two years of that rough season for you, and I just feel like the Lord is saying that within two months, he's not only restoring, because he's giving you back what was stolen from you, all of it, even the parts that don't make sense. And you have such authority in how you carry yourself and how you love others. I want to bless you in this season coming up that he exchanges beauty for ashes, that he turns our mourning into dancing. That's why he's called you to dance. He delights over you. And he loves when you dance with him, even when it's alone in your room. Anything else, guys? Yes, ma'am. Pink shirt. Uh, yep. What was your name? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Kellen? Or Kevin? Kellen. Kellen. Got it on the fourth try. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you've actually been really anointed for strategic and creative business ideas. Like the way that you actually see things and you actually see economy in such a way that you actually know how to reinvent things that people have just been doing as status quo you look at them differently. And there's been seasons where you've actually been told that that's weird and that you shouldn't be doing that. But the Lord is the one who's actually given you the mind to understand how to strategize and how to plan things out because you were made to actually start up businesses in such a way that empowers others. You're going to actually equip others in regards to their cries of their heart for even knowing how to work you're going to allow your dreams to become theirs 
in such a way that they've actually been praying for you for the past five years and you're going to meet them a year from now and it's going to blow your mind. And I just am so excited for you because you're going to get stuff and I feel like if you don't already do this, keep a notepad by your bed because the Lord's going to start giving you dreams and some of your business ideas are actually going to come in your dreams. And it's going to be just this relentless, like you're not going to forget it, but the Lord wants you to write it down because he's given you vision, but he's also giving you the provision for it. And so he wants you to write it down to make it plain so that he's showing you how to walk in those steps. Because though he's going to give you dreams, they're not going to all come like, an immediate download of the whole thing. He's going to give you in pieces. And the joy for you is actually going to be seeking out the puzzle pieces and asking the Lord and kind of almost just going on this journey with him of like understanding the mystery of what he's laying out before you. But he's going to make it plain. He's not teasing you. And I give you permission to dream bigger than you're dreaming right now because it's way bigger than you think. God is in this place, and he's moving in power, and it's not just another Sunday. It's not just another Sunday. We jumped so quick into ministry, I forgot to introduce myself properly. I just wanted to tell you who I am. I'm David. Um, I'm from Bethlehem in the Free State, currently doing my third year for Richard Gordon at BSSM. And um, my parents are Johan and Stinny Smith. They have so much relationship here. That's why I love this place. And our team is blessed to be here. We're blessed to be here. And I, I, I've, I keep on f- hearing the Lord say, I'm so thankful that you're here today. The Lord is saying he's thankful that you're here today. Each and every one of you. Each and every one of you is so thankful to have you here today. And a little bit about myself. I'm Afrikaans. Um, I went to an English school there, so I, I, have a bit, I have a bit of both. I speak better English than I do Afrikaans. <laughs> um, and I just, I love this nation. That's why I've come back every, every year on my mission trip. Every year I've chosen South Africa because I believe we need to sow into this nation. I've seen a prophetic vision for this nation that the Lord wants to bless it. The Lord has so much hope for South Africa. That's why I want to come and bring hope from where I am back here. This is a worthy investment. This nation is a worthy investment. And that's why I come back every single year. Every single year I'll come back. If I were to stay at Bethel for another 10 years, I'd come back every year to come and invest in this nation because it's so worthy of being invested into. Every single one of the people in this nation is worthy of being invested into. Each and every one of you guys are worth being invested into. And God is saying, I'm bringing a new wave of hope into this nation. When I was, while I'm praying for South Africa, while I'm there, I just keep on hearing the Lord say, I'm bringing hope back, I'm bringing hope back, I'm bringing hope back. Our team feels that that is the thing for our trip this year is God is bringing hope. God is bringing hope. God is bring, bringing hope. People, there are nobody like South Africans on this planet. South Africans are tenacious. They're perseverant. They're the ones who can make plans. A boer maak a plan. 
these people can make plans. These people are ready to face adversity, and you know what adversity feels like. You are seen across the planet as amazing people. You are seen at Bethel as the fiery ones. The South Africans are being watched at BSSM to see what's going to happen. Um, there are at least six South Africans already on staff at Bethel because they've seen the fire that South Africans carry, and they need that. We have something the world needs. And you guys aren't just people at the tip of the continent of Africa. You guys are revivalists. South, Africa, South Africans are meant to influence the world. South Africa is meant to influence the world. I've seen a prophetic vision for South Africa where we, we are meant to be the first, first world nation in Africa, and we are supposed to lead the other nations out of poverty. I believe this nation has, has so much to give to this world if we're just willing to give it. And if we're just willing to rise above, to rise above our circumstances. So that's why I keep on coming back, because I love this nation so much. I, I would never want to live anywhere else. I'd want to be here for the rest of my life. And even if it means I'm going down, I'm going to go down, but we're going to get back up, because we can't stay down, because God is on our side. God is on our side. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your story if you've been encouraged by this episode. You can connect with us on Facebook or leave a review on our podcast.